0: Hi, hello, and welcome to How Did This Get Played? Premium DLC. I'm Heather Ann Campbell. I'm sitting across from Nick Weiger.
1: I'm Nick Weiger, and next to me...
2: Is Matt Apodaca.
0: Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Oh. Premium edition. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
2: This is the this is the premium show.
0: If you've tuned into this, you're on the ground floor. You're an investor on the number one most requested podcast of 2041.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you're hearing it early. So by the time this comes out. It's going that's that will be true,
0: yeah, well, see, here's how i th- I think that like'll we build momentum mm-hmm. and then, like twenty one years from now, people will be like, "Man, I heard the first DLC.
2: Mm. They that's, were there when it happened,
0: yeah, Nick is shaking his head. He doesn't think that's true. Actually, he's pointing to the clock. They <laughs> we go. start the clock.
1: <laughs> so we don't have a good gauge on how deep into this we were.
2: Devin showed me that he he had a clock going himself, okay. yeah, got it.
0: Um, so this is our premium DLC show. It's not the main feed, so we won't be, like, talking about bad or weird or weird or weird games. Well, we
1: might, I mean, that might, subject might come up, but no! we're not, spe- we're not specifically no! talking about, <laughs> Heather, the subject might come
2: up.
0: Come on! We need to accept
2: that there's a
1: possibility no! that
0: we'll talk
2: about a bad or weird
1: game
3: Look, at some point. No!
2: If it comes up, it comes up, but I'm not, I'm not saying No. And I I'm wa- not saying I yes. Wa-
0: I want to I w- I talk about good <laughs> games. I want to talk about good movies. I want to talk about good anime. I want to talk about stuff that I like.
2: It's good uh, stuff
1: that, that, that be, you like? Wouldn't
0: that be nice? Uh, yeah, I mean,
1: but I think, like, with, let's say we talk about a good anime.
0: Yeah. Then,
1: we, then it might lead to discussing the bad video game adaptation of that anime. Oh,
0: come on, man. What it's are you just, doing? It just
1: organically could happen. I'm not saying that we're not setting out to be like we're going to talk about a bad game. Or a weird game on, on this, in this context, but it's possible that it might come up.
0: Someone right now is listening to this and they are driving down the freeway mm-hmm. at 90 miles an hour with a gun in their mouth. <laughs> right. And we have to talk them down. And that's what this DLC is all about.
2: Well, they've made a couple of incorrect choices so far. <laughs> yeah. I think that the
1: that just seems like a hat on a hat. Like if you're driving 90 miles per hour- you don't also need the gun in your mouth. Yeah,
2: car is gun. The car, yeah,
1: the car. That car is gonna take you out. You don't yeah. need to actually. And then
2: you picked maybe the wrong thing to listen to. <laughs>
1: yeah, probably you want something that's gonna like rile you up, or maybe like a song that's like meaningful to you that'll yeah. kind of put you in the right emotional space to accept that this these are your last few moments on earth. Like Eminem's Stan or something. Eminem's Stan would be a good choice. Uh, but, you know, I, I mean, what? just something that they would find playing on your podcast app at the time of death, and they would connect it to you somehow, and, like, that would inform something about you. Like, if you just lose this podcast, they'd be like, what the fuck? What was the, Were they doing?
0: Well, you don't think that they would be standing over the smoking corpse of this person who's killed themselves. Yes. And somebody – one of the detectives would look at the podcast app and be like – how did this get played? And the other detective would be like, that's my question. Mm. How'd this get
1: played? So on the premium DLC, (laughs) we'll be experimenting with different formats. (laughs) And this week we are hitting up an excellent, excellent title pitch from our producer, Matt. It's time for the Super Question Block Turbo Deluxe Turbo edition, edition, we're going to go through a bunch of mail and possibly even some audio mail or voicemail. That's right, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Over the uh, audio mail, audio mail, <laughs> Possib- possibly some audio mail, some oral mail, if you will. Oh, no,
0: dude, come on.
1: A U R A U R A L. Yeah, I know, sure. Not oral. We might have some waveform. Well, I mean it was oral at one point, and uh. someone the person was speaking. Uh, it's, we might have some waveform recordings of people talking <laughs> and we might listen to those messages. But we're just gonna see what happens. We don't really know. That's
2: right. I've I've th- I've scoured the email, even some tweets, and some voicemails. So Very let's, exciting. Let's get into it, shall we? This first one is oh, it's so small. I made this small an accident. Talking about your dick. Oh Nick! I got to leave it because it was good. <laughs> Matt was looking down the waistband of his pants. <laughs> yeah, I was holding out my pants Jared style and looking down <laughs> at my tiny... You have lost a lot of weight, though. I remember. <laughs> well, it's all the sandwiches, baby. <laughs> okay, this one is from... Uh, this was from George Flores. He says, Heather, Nick, and Matt, do you have any favorite games in the edutainment genre? Oregon Trail is probably the quintessential game in the genre, and we also played the Math Blaster series. Growing up in the early 90s, we also had a Socrates video game console, which was an early VTech home console. Watching videos of this console on YouTube, the gameplay is slow and boring, but this console has maybe the most dissonant, terrifying, boot-up theme of any console. The Socrates. I've never heard of this. Yeah, I've
0: never heard of the Socrates I have, either.
2: I have a, a, a clip of the of the video or your of the audio, let's see.
0: Oh, oh no!
2: Oh, the no. robot looks there's there's a robot and he's put his little hands on his hips. Yeah,
1: we've seen him assemble himself like piece by piece <laughs> appeared on screen, and now the text. Let's learn and play together.
0: Like it was a good song, but they misaligned the tracks yeah. <laughs> and, they, and they put it right into the chip. And then afterwards we're like, well, shit, we would have to rebuild all of these machines in order to like align these correctly.
1: Yeah. One of these, one of these tracks is like a half step off of what we wanted. <laughs> uh, it does sound very dissonant. Weird. Uh, I will say the 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 thing that I thought of immediately was typing tutors. I actually had a lot of fun playing typing tutors, mm-hmm. and I was a big you know Mavis Beacon I've mentioned before on the show. It always was into the Mavis Beacon series, but I will I also played regarding edutainment more for children uh, some of the Carmen Sa- San Diego games, which I think that maybe the oh, game yeah. show became more famous than the computer games, but. Uh, where the the one I I played the ones I played the most were where in time is Carmen Sandiego and then the other one where in American history is Carmen Sandiego and it was a one it, they were games that I played a lot before I realized that you actually were supposed to retain something to advance so it would be like there would be a clue about like uh, they say she's in. She's in ancient Mesopotamia or some shit. And then I was supposed to like look up what year that was to know when to transport to, but I never figured out that step. So I just like kind of guess and sometimes I'd get it right. Okay. All the guys also, all the criminals had names like they were all just like puns. They were all like, uh, like. K rhyme doer, you know, they were yeah. all like kind of things oh, like
2: that. Yeah. What
1: was it there was like a fucking hockey one, I don't remember what he's called, like Jacques Strap or some shit. They were all like kinda of very, very punny. <laughs> cool. Yeah.
0: That sounds like fun.
1: I mean they were kind of fun. I would I wanted to play Might and Magic instead, but I had them on my PC.
0: Edutainment games. Um I don't I mean I have vague memories of Carmen Sandiego, but I don't know if I actually played it or if I saw it on television or like what the deal was with Carmen Sandiego. I mean, the majority of my education was just uh, the committee screening the Parallax montage for me hour after hour mm, after hour. Right. Uh, but beyond that, like, I mean, like, I feel like all the rest of my schooling was pretty normal. There was, <laughs> I will say that... My high school did not have computers in color. My elementary school did, mm. but my high school had older computers than my elementary school. And <laughs> so like our, our 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 education in high school was like like real, like raw programming on like a green and black screen with like heavy mechanical keyboards. And there was already the internet. Like I was like, what possible, what am I, what, what is this for?
1: Similar sort of thing. I took a computer programming class in my high school and it was all the, you know, the, the monochrome, um, you know, two-tone screens, the, the black screen with the green text, and it was, and we were, and it was coding, and so we were, and we were learning Pascal, which is just a really shitty programming language. Mm-hmm. But there were better computers existed, a better computer at home, but they just were sort of like, I don't know. I guess they were like, this is adequate. Yeah, That's, public schools are underfunded. We all know that. Yeah. Uh, so, so while you were talking there, <laughs> you Matt, zoned out. <laughs> I zoned out. I checked out completely. Uh, Matt opened up the page for Vile, which is the Carmen San Diego. Uh, Legion of Doom, Villains International League of Evil. So you can see some of the names here. Baron Wasteland, Chester Cat,
2: Chuck Roast. A lot of them aren't even crime-themed. <laughs> Nick, Nick
0: Weiger. <laughs> Weiger's on there.
2: There's one here that says Baron Grinnet, And like, that's... Not, Not the you, expression. No. No, it's Grin and Barrett. It. Yeah.
1: It's I like. Happens. I like
0: cyberpunk. Cyberpunk
1: <laughs> is good. This one's just like they fucking wanted to go home. Double trouble. <laughs> Not a name. Not a name.
2: Dazzle Annie. That's nothing. Yeah.
0: Decryption. I like these. These are great.
2: Decryption's pretty good. Ernest Endeavor is good. Yeah. That one I
1: like. Yeah. Uh, and the General Mayhem's pretty good. Ella Vader. Please. Nah, come on. Give me a break. Please. How is that
0: a crime? <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Again, some
1: of them have no crime association. They were just trying to make any any pun from a name.
0: Delicious salad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, let's take a look at the next question there, Matt. Great. This next one is from Alonia Lemontaine. If you could choose a video game world to build a house and live in, where would it be? What In what game and what part of the game? Optional second question. And what would be your job in the game? Hmm. I've really responded to the house you could
1: build in Breath of the Wild. That was just a lot of fun. Wow! Mm. And I also the the Terrytown side quest where you build that whole fucking town is just like one of the most rewarding side quests. I feel I just like just a piece by piece accomplishing all these tasks that involve assembling different members of the town from different corners of the globe and, assemb- and putting them all in this one place and then the town grows and expands and eventually thrives where there was once nothing. It's so satisfying. Yeah. It, that, that pays off really well. Uh, but to answer the question, <laughs> what where would I want to build a house and live in, I'd pick some future world because I feel like then once the problem of scarcity is solved – And I'm in some sort of future existence, like a Mass Effect, and I can just focus on, like, you know, getting topped from cyborgs or whatever. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like I'd be doing all right.
0: Wait, the, but like in all those worlds, there's yeah. like a war. Yeah, like, but I'm not. there's no future game where it's just like, ah, things are beautiful here.
1: There, but there's war going on now, and my life is comfortable. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is the most, so much, you know, we're we're insulated from a lot of the yeah. worst yeah. parts of the world. Yeah. Even the worst parts of the country.
0: Yeah. Uh I I have been racking my brain since this question was asked up for, and I don't think there is like a 1920s Paris video game. Oh, because that would I would be like, oh shit! I'd I'd have like a, an apartment in some. There must be like a mystery game or maybe an assassin. Is there an Assassin's Creed set in 1920s Paris? There isn't.
1: There's a Murder on the Orient Express graphic adventure game.
0: Hmm. I
1: don't know that. That's roughly the time. Hmm. No, that's earlier than that, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. 19th century. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so. That would be my first, my first pull, but I can't think of a game that's set in that time, which is a shame because it would be an awesome, awesome fucking game to like walk around in like fully rendered. Anyway, um, so I guess I would go with some Final Fantasy game, Ooh, not, yeah. not 12 because it's too wary.
1: 10's pretty cool. I just as long as sin doesn't show up.
0: Yeah, I guess ten is. I don't like that beachy vibe. That's not really me. Oh, I love it. Um, but then
1: I, again, I'm from. You know, I'm from I'm from the coast. I'm from SoCal. Yeah, much like Matt.
0: Yeah, hell yeah. Maybe maybe uh maybe eleven. Okay. Um, sort of because there's a lot like a lot of like open space and like you can kind of like have a house on the coast somewhere and your job would be like collecting crab shells and bringing right. them back into town. That might be nice. Uh, Midgar in seven
2: seems pretty cool. No. (laughs) I feel like I'd have a good time. No. Uh, My answer would be uh, the Spider Man game, and my house would be in New York City, (laughs) (laughs) and my job would be that I'm Spider Man. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty good. (laughs) Uh, Let's go to a voicemail, yeah? Okay. This one's from Josh in Seattle.
3: Hi, this is Josh from Seattle. And I was just wondering if you had any video game moments that made you feel really special. Like, when I was 12, I had the Sega channel, and it basically made me the most popular person in my grade school because nobody knew what it was. But the channel kept giving you 30 new games every single month. Um, if you have any experiences like that where you were like the special one um, in the video game world that you existed in. Uh, love the show. Thanks. Bye.
0: Thank you Josh. Thanks Josh. Look, I know that it's a recurring like fucking bit about like, oh, Heather has no friends and I say friends like friends. <laughs> like I get it. But also when I hear shit like this, I'm like, what the fuck happened?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: what do you mean like you had like like people knew about your video games and like came over? Like I'm on Like legitimately listening to that was almost brought me to the edge of tears (coughs) because I was envisioning like, hey, guys, come over and see my Sega CD. Yeah. And people caring like that would have been incredible. Right. So that has never fucking happened. That that what that man was talking about, that has never happened to me. (laughs) Wow.
1: What a bummer for you. Uh, The. I will say that that the first thing that came to mind is I was one of the few people in my high school group of friends who had a gaming PC. My dad was always very into you know he'd like a use computers for work. He worked at a university and always we always had a good computer that we could play they could play games on. And so, like, I read the period when I had, like, Doom and, like, Duke Nukem and Dark Forces, and there was maybe one other kid that did that, and people would want to come over and just play those games, these PC-exclusive games. Uh, that, I remember, was one of them. The other one, I think, was probably college dorm days and having um, – uh, a a Nintendo sixty four with Smash Brothers and several controllers. Oh, you know what? I had fucking the 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 nice ass Namco PlayStation one gun. Do you remember that one? It had a a a, a the video input. Uh, it would plug into that, so it was a super precise light gun, and it was for the home adaptations of Time Crisis and. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I think it was called the Gun Con. Is that what it
0: was? Yeah, Gun
1: Con. The Gun Con, and for that and Point Blank, and Point Blank is a fucking great party game. So I had a lot of people who wanted to, to hang out for that.
0: I did remember one time, which is that I had a Dreamcast and I had Marvel Capcom Two. Oh yeah, and people came over and played that, and that like those like regular people would, would yeah. come over to play Marvel Capcom 2. That 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 happened.
1: Yeah, when I had a Dreamcast and I had uh oh fuck, what was oh Soul Calibur was the launch fighting game and and people wanted to play Soul Calibur. That was a similar thing. I remember this this dude who was in the dorm next to me, parage would just shit house me <laughs> in in um Soul Calibur and I get so upset And then he'd have to try to be like, oh, I'm just getting lucky, man. Like he was trying to be nice about it, but he was just like better than me at the game. (laughs) This guy
2: sounds cool. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, Uh, it was nice. I I don't have – I remember a special feeling I had when I was playing Beatles Rock Band – There's something about the ending animation of Beatles Rock Band. When the game is done, you see all the Beatles. It's a very beautifully animated sequence. I just Mm -hmm. remember watching it and crying Uh, because you're just like, wow, the Beatles were really that good. And now I'm as good as the Beatles because I played the game too.
0: That wasn't the question at all. What are you talking about? About
2: feeling special?
0: No, that was just you.
2: I think he asked about being special. Okay. Oh, he meant oh. more
1: generally about being special. Oh, well, I don't know. like okay. a, 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 spe- a
2: gaming moment that made you feel special. Oh. Oh, I thought it was something that made you feel
0: popular. Yeah, that's what I thought too.
2: Well, but, popularity
0: is special. So you're both yeah. right too. Okay. okay, all right. Also, I didn't mean to, I wasn't trying to jump down your fucking throat on that one. I'm I just, I was like, nervous and scared, but oh, yeah.
2: it's okay. Oh. <laughs> I, me too,
0: man.
1: I think you were right to do it because okay. I think Matt's wrong.
2: Okay, great. <laughs> hey, maybe I am. Premium listeners. Drag my ass. <laughs> Maybe Matt's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh this next one was a mailed letter. Wow.
0: wow. A
2: mailed letter.
0: It's covered in white powder.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I feel uh sick. <laughs> this it, it reads.
0: You have the coronavirus.
2: (laughs) Oh. Your eye is bleeding. (laughs) This was all happening before the show. (laughs) Let me tell you what the dang letter says. Hello, how did this get played, gang? Please find enclosed a few packs of Super Mario Bros. motion picture stickers. Wow. Wow. I had bought a nearly full retail box of these for a song at a garage sale last summer. And have been meandering through some of them every now and then. There should be one for Nick, Heather, Matt, and your guest. And if it's two two-person guest, well, the other person's a bit S-O-L. Hey.
0: Can I open these? Yeah, on, open it. On, on audio?
2: Yeah, please. Uh, I genuinely un- unironically love this movie, Flaws and All. It's so fucking weird and has great performances by actors who legitimately hated every minute making it. And if you really think about it, came at a time when there wasn't really a set canon for the series. With a new Sonic movie coming out, I'd love to hear an episode about how this get played discussing the Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> Since most sincerely, Steve Robbins. These
0: Stickers. These stickers are just like like cropped close-ups from the film. Like this one, the first one I opened was just just a blurry, <laughs> just a blurry, a blurry shot of a Yes. Face. <laughs> it's just his face.
1: Not particularly well curated. It's like they just pulled <laughs> random frames from the film and made them into stickers.
0: It's just John Louis Gustavo's face.
1: It also, I think, if you if you put these together in like a little collage and ask someone to try to figure <laughs> out what movie this was, they would be baffled because what I have is. <laughs> So first off, if you haven't seen the Super Mario Brothers movie, they look there's really no resemblance to what is happening in the game. Um, Bob Hoskins, Bob Hoskins, uh, R.I.P., has a mustache, but that's about it. That's about all the effort they put into it. And then Dennis Hopper plays Koopa. But he's a man. Yes. He's merely a man. He's
0: a human man.
1: So uh, here's what I have. I have this one. <laughs> this is John Leguizamo uh, just with a backwards hat and a T-shirt. <laughs> it looks like it's from a Spike Lee movie. Yeah, that could be from anything. And then we've got – I don't know who, this, who the, this actress is. No. But she's wearing a dress um, and it, this – just on a, on, a, on a brick street. Brickline Street, and uh, yeah, this looks like it could be from some, some Scorsese seventies movie. I got,
0: I've got a good one of Daisy. I think was her name in the movie, right?
1: Was oh, was it, it Daisy? Was
0: it Daisy? I, I don't feel know. like it was I Daisy. It. it was whoever the princess is. Is this
2: also Daisy? No. Okay.
0: No, that's no, that's Louis Goszmo's girlfriend in okay. New York.
2: Uh, I have one right here that is just a. Uh, crowd control scene, just cops just pushing back people. I got that same one. It's baffling. It's like from Dog Day Afternoon. Yeah, This could be outside of the Die Hard building for all we know. And then this one looks like not even from the movie, a BTS shot of, it might be my favorite picture I've ever seen cuz it's just Bob Hoskins on a metal grate just having the time of his
1: life. Wow.
0: Well, that's a real hoot. Oh my god, it's incredible. <laughs> I've got um I've got one of the um the woman who played uh who the, the spiky turtle. Uh she's the spiky turtle in the spiky dress. Like that was oh, the interpretation right. of Spiky Turtle. I have uh Koopa's wife. Uh
1: again just a human lady. Which is a
0: human <laughs> lady. And then I've got the guys, these guys who were like bad guys, but they aren't uh, goombas. Yeah, yeah. They, they were they they turn into goombas later, but early I, in yeah. the movie they are just like some dudes.
1: So this is I I've seen this movie once on VHS when I was a kid and never revisited it. Most dis- one of the most disappointed experiences <laughs> I had uh, watching a movie. But this is one of those things that I, that I remember vaguely, but don't remember what its point in the plot was. But there's a dinosaur on that's, a leash. That's Yoshi. This is Yoshi. That's Yoshi. No. This hyper-realistic.
0: Yeah, that's, that's Yoshi.
1: This, this, this raptor-looking, realistic dinosaur. I, should, I hate that. I should God, admit that, that
0: I've seen this movie a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I watched it. Uh, I watched it so like on the on the one year anniversary of <laughs> nine I'm serious my friend and I was like well you know there was a vigil and we went and it was you know yeah. it was pretty somber and right. we were yeah. like what, what do you what do you want to do tonight and uh, I was like I don't, let's just do something stupid and have fun and Let's watch Super Mario Brothers the movie. So we watched on the one oh year anniversary God. Super Mario Brothers the movie. Oh my God. Neither of us remembered that the climax of that movie yeah. is Koopa destroying the world. twice, oh <laughs> and not And not just in any way, like in of uh, an extremely visually sim- similar oh way. Oh my God. And uh, uh, we both w- are just watching it and because he goes from, uh, the Mushroom Kingdom to regular New York to do it. And we on the couch were just like, No, okay. Oh, God! Oh, God! Um But I've seen it a lot. I love it. Why is he running for
1: mayor? Who? Koopa. What? Doesn't he have so, – he has some sort of political campaign. I don't know if this was a deleted scene, but this is the one of the stills I have. Oh, Elect Koopa. So, no,
0: he is he is king – he's he's being elected king because the former king has been turned into fungus. Okay. Uh, for, so
1: this is in the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah, that's
0: in the background of the Mushroom Kingdom. It's just like sort of like propaganda –
1: Oh God! The Mushroom Kingdom didn't even look cool. No, it, didn't, it, it just looked, it looked like, like a Blade fucking, Runner. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I, bizarre
2: I, film.
1: I'm
0: sitting here.
2: and I'm thinking, like, of Mar- I mean, I think Illumination is supposed to be making an animated Mario yes. movie. Yes, but like a Mario, like a, a live action Mario movie would be made with so much more care now. Nowadays, it would. It yeah. would be so fun
0: if you go back and watch it. It's not good, but you're. It's kind of incredible how. Like it's it's not it's not like anything else that has ever been made. Yes. It is too fucking bizarre. Yeah.
1: It's so surreal. Like
0: there's a point where Toad is uh uh like a homeless musician. Oh my god. And he's like playing music on the street and then there's like but there's also at one point a wind-up babam which is the cartoonish little yeah. walking a bomb, and everybody's terrified of it. And somebody winds—I think Mario winds it up and puts it on a like a scaffolding, and it's like slowly marching its way across <laughs> town for the climax of the movie. When Koopa is going back and forth between New York and and the regular world, oh, I'm, by that I mean the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah. I live in New. Uh, I'm I'm from the regular world, right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really. I also have the novelization.
2: <laughs> Very cool. I've never seen this. Uh, I've never, oh, I've never watched it. Oh, Maybe that's an episode, dude.
0: Yeah. I mean, you, yeah, you. Ha- it's fucking incredible.
2: Um.
1: Okay. I wish
0: I hadn't spoiled. No, <laughs> it I destroys mean destroys the world. I'm gonna forget because it
1: would be amazing to watch that. Cold.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Just to be like, what the what? fuck?
1: <laughs> this came out in 2004. <laughs>
2: Okay, this next one is from Skylar Hunt. Hey Nick, Heather and Matt, your podcast has some of the best music of any podcast I listen to. Yay. Every week, someone so every week, somehow you you geniuses convert your already great music into something new reflecting the week's game. That must take a ton of work and planning. Would you tell us uh, uh, would you tell us a bit about who makes the music and what the process is like? Mm. The person deserves some kudos. Well, we've done a we've done a, clearly done a bad job of
1: making this known. I think we posted it on social media, but we should do yeah. an episodes yeah. more. But our engineer Devin, yeah, uh, is the one is the 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 genius you speak of. You're attributing it to us, but we deserve no credit. Yeah, uh, Devin does this, and and I, I'd be interested to hear your process. Do you mind t- going into it a little bit? Sure,
3: I don't mind. Um, first of all, it doesn't take as long as you might think, <laughs> but that's only because I've already written the song, so it's yeah. just about retrofitting it into whatever the new th- right. style is. But uh, I do a little bit of research every week into the music of the video game. I don't always want to go with, like, doing a version of our theme that sounds like the main titles or, the, like, the action theme. It's like whatever kind of is most interesting to me um, and is the most different to last week's theme that's mm-hmm. important to me is that they <laughs> that they have a variety going forward and that they're always a little different. Um, but no, it's, like, the most pleasant part of my week. I spend, like, you know, three, four hours on a Thursday wow. typically just, like, putting it together, and it's very fun. I, l- I really enjoy it. So we- more work than I put into this podcast, <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
0: we're very grateful very grateful it's so cool and and sometimes when uh, we get the episodes and we have to give notes on the episodes and make sure that like there's at no point you know I, i I like belch on – uh, what. anyway, the point is uh, that sometimes when I don't have time to go over it, I will just listen to the theme song right. because I'm like, oh, what's the theme song going to be? And yeah, great.
1: that's the can't miss element of every episode for me. I, I'd be curious, like – so some sometimes a lot of these – you know, obviously a lot of these games are like 8-bit, 16-bit era. Yeah. Chip Tunes was a theme. What is your process for replicating those sounds?
3: Um, I, there's a, a particular um, – I don't know what I guess it's a plug-in uh, but it's sort of a standalone set of samples of actual uh, console chips oh wow from wow. it's pretty much everything from the Commodore 64 up through oh, wow. the uh, up through the Nintendo 64 so it's like they've gone through meticulously sampled every single l- note uh, and wow. and broken them down into little subsets of like these are the drum kits for the N64 these are the drum kits for the Sega Genesis. It's and, called Super Audio Cart. And, wow! And,
0: and 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 hold on. And you do th- so. You use like Pro Logic or something. Uh, Pro Tools is Pro yeah. Tools. Uh-huh. And then you have like a keyboard, like a musical keyboard. Yep. And and you play it, and yeah. and the and the Nintendo sounds come out. Yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna install this fucking shit.
2: <laughs> Can you, real quick, just go one by one through each note on the show right now? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what is
3: your What is your personal favorite one that you've done? Oh, um. You know, honestly, kind of the Friday the 13th one. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. I good. really enjoy that. That's it's right. c- it's based, and that one's nothing to do with the video game. That's based off of just the disco theme from Friday the 13th part three. And that's just because <laughs> I happen to love that movie. And the disco theme is so ludicrous. And I just, I, you know, we had Gorley on, and he's an expert on Friday right. the 13th. So I was like, I'll go that direction instead of doing something inspired by the game. That's I, right. I
0: really want to, now that I know that that's how you do it, I want to sort of, um, what, what do you, what do you, when you take the end result and then you go backwards from retrofit? That. No, the, um,
2: reverse engineer. There it is.
0: Ah. Uh, I want to reverse engineer backwards from a specific game that I like on Genesis yes. so that I can hear you replicate that sound. Right. That's so cool to know.
3: <laughs> yeah. The, the Genesis ones are my favorite because that chipset is just Gosh, ridiculous. It's so, so juicy. It's yeah, so good. So like the, the Shaq Fu one is pretty much all Genesis and, uh. I can't remember. There's a couple others that were pretty much. Oh, Eternal Champions is all LA. the Genesis Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. one was great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a it's a labor of love.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Devin. Of Thank course. you for your service. Hey, I think that pretty much ends this edition of Super Question Block Turbo Deluxe Edition. Deluxe edition. I just get played premium DLC. That's right.
0: Thank you guys for listening. Uh, be sure to listen every other week on Wednesdays. That's when these premium DLCs drop.
1: And hey, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at GetPlayedPod if you're not already already. Oh, fucking God damn it. If you're not already already, what are we doing? What does that mean? We're keeping this. <laughs> or send us an email at GetPlayedPod at gmail.com. What was I trying to say? <laughs> if you're not already doing so, if you're not already, who what I, was I trying to who say? Who could say? Or leave us a voicemail at 616- Two played. That's 616 275 2933.
0: Thanks, everybody.
2: Goodbye, everyone. Already, already.